In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. Uh, how did we not make a Cosby joke the whole time? I thought about it at the very beginning of the, of the episode, and I just then I forgot about it. <laughs> it's just a martini glass full of fucking rupees. Hello! Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha. I'm here with my two amazing bros, Bill and Brad. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. I know. I know. I know. I know. Oh, we're all very, very tired. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but I got roofied. Yeah. Did you get roofied? I don't know. I mean, I did it to myself. You <laughs> uh. <laughs> can fall asleep. Welcome to another episode of Three Star Podcast, where we three adequate bartenders like to pick out reviews that are just quite comical and one-sided of course and make fun of those reviews at the reviewers expense thank you very much for tuning in we do appreciate all of you whether you are rejoining us uh since covid or this is your first time or you've been an avid listener from day one thank you thank you thank you today we are going to be talking about uh a pretty serious situation um one that can lead to hospital visits or even death. I mean, this is this is kind of a serious thing. Um, it's roofies. And with social media out along with the news right at our fingertips, I think that the whole conversation um, of roofies have been a bit more prevalent since social media has been out there. We see, you know, I, I look through uh, Yelp reviews and there's quite a few of Yelp reviews where people are stating this place you get roofied at, or I had a, I was roofied, or you know, I've, we've heard this place gets roofied. So, while we all like to joke about it and putting roofies in people's drinks, Bill, we'll see you in a few hours. Have a good night. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not again. It's really not that funny. On twofold: one, if it happens to you, that's scary, and two, if you're writing reviews about places that roofie customers, whether it's true or not, especially if it's not true, you're really playing with fire and doing a disservice to that company. So um, this topic shouldn't be taken lightly. And no. um, uh, you know, it, it's, and, and it does like double duty danger, right? Because you said duty. <laughs> <laughs> because if, if you really were roofied, in an establishment, then that's, that's something that you should go to the police about yeah. and that you need to take up with the business yep. and all of these. You can have you know your blood tested and all of that. Oh, yeah. And it is a very serious situation. Yes. And if you really were not, but you're claiming to be, you're doing an exceptional amount of harm yeah. to that business just because... Someone cuts you off and you're all pissed off about shit. Right. Yeah. It's not something to, it's, it's like yelling fire when there's no fire. You don't do it. The boy who cried wolf, what happened to him? Yeah. Eventually. No one knows. He, eventually yeah. he did get eaten by a wolf because. He did? Yeah. The Spoiler boy who, alert. The boy who cried wolf too many times, he finally did get eaten by a wolf. And when he was screaming for help, nobody believed him. See, uh, I think the way they always ended that when I was a kid was, 
and no one came to help him. And they ended it there. Yeah, but right? he could have been adopted by those wolves. You don't know. True. That's true. He That's, could be the first werewolf. He's Tarzan. All right. Oh, wait, no, he, that was apes. If you like our show and you think we're, you know, somewhat decent, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on any podcast platform that you listen to us on. Give us a like, give us a share, give us a review. Peyton, thank you. Did we get a review? Yeah. Was was it seething? No, it was was wonderful. She left us a a lovely review. Thank you. And even if you don't like us, leave us a review. Tell us why in detail. Give pictures as to why you (laughs) don't like us. It's just pictures of buttholes (laughs) and middle fingers. (laughs) 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 Okay, touche. All right, before we go ahead with this topic today and slip these pills into our drinks, Brad, what are we drinking? Today we are doing Coke. What? I figured it was a drug episode. Uh, no, today we to are drinking. <laughs> we're drinking a cocktail called the Batanga, or what? maybe it's called pronounced Batanga. I'm not 100% sure on pronunciation because wow. I didn't Google it. Uh, but it, it is spelled B-A-T-A-N-G-A. And believe it or not, it would be constituted as a classic. Really? Even mm. though it's really only like a, well, I guess. Technically, it does get four ingredients because it gets uh, lime juice, a bit of salt, uh, tequila, and then traditional Mexican Coke. Wow, fascinating, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make those real quick. Yeah, I'm really I'm parched over here. Parched. Uh, do we have any shout outs today, Bill? Do you have a shout out, sweetheart? Uh, I'm just gonna shout out Swamp Thing. I think I've done it. I think I've done it before. I think it's like the second or third time. Probably. He works <laughs> walking distance from uh, from where I work now, so like it's I get to see him a lot more. Pop over and say hi. Yeah, Larry, Larry, Larry Rios, everybody. Fucking Larry Swamp Rios. Thing. We call him Swamp Thing because when we work together at the airport, like for, there would be a trail of like murky beer water from the from the well to the taps. Ew. And it was only ever. It yeah, was only I mean, ever he when was he like, worked. He's like, the messiest, messiest bartender, <laughs> but fast and amazing. Yeah, I love the guy. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Larry, we love you. I saw you over Oktoberfest, and it was just lovely seeing you. Love you, love you. Uh, Brad, do you do you want me to skip to you? Skip to my shout out, so you can continue with the cocktails. No, I can jump in and uh, and shout out my good friend Chris Russell. Awesome. I I may have even shouted him out once before. I'm not sure. But um, he was a bartender that I worked with back in the TGI Fridays days, and he would travel with me when I would do the competitions, and he would be there to act as my bar back in competition, and he was the most amazing amazing person because he would go and set everything up and he would he would like give me your list and he would have all my bottles set he would have the well set he would wipe it all down before setting anything back up he wiped everything down before setting up my tools and everything and then he would go over the list with me and be like okay this is this and this is this and this is this i mean and he was just he was he was always the best person even when i wasn't and he is right now uh running for and and this is going to come out after the election but uh he's running for thornton city council and i really do hope that he wins um we're just a day away actually from election day i I really hope that he wins i I was just thinking about that 
Hope he gets it too. Yay, Chris Russell. I'm going to go ahead and shout out David Corner. I work with David out at the airport, and um, David has just started re-listening to our podcast again. And um, we were chit-chatting about happy accidents last night. And I told him he needed to listen to that episode. We need to go there. Yeah, we do. He, I think he said he's actually been there because um, uh, we were talking about owning bars because he he said Samantha, you Brad and you and Brad and I, we should just own a bar. And I was like, yeah, there's been ideas of owning a bar kicked around between plenty of people and I. And um, I said, you know, the way to make it work really well in our favor is to do it the happy accident way. And just distill and brew everything. Yeah. And I told him that and he was like, what? But at first when I said happy accidents, he's like, oh, that's in New Mexico, right? And I said, yeah, actually it is. And he says, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've been to that bar. Really good. Really great bar. And so we got talking about it and I told him to listen to that episode, which I actually just sent the link off to him earlier today. Um, But I'm David, I'm grateful that I get to work with you again. I'm grateful that you are listening to the episodes again. We appreciate that. And um, dude, Sademoi. That's our song, and I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad for, for Eggnog Night. No, not Evanescence. No, it's some French French group. But last night they came on, and he's like, oh, our song is playing. And I said, oh, really? And I walked out, and I was like, oh, it is our song. And he's like, yeah, I remember that one night with the eggnog. I'm like, yeah, it was such a great <laughs> night. <laughs> the short road. So sad et moi, my friend. Ooh. Cheers. Drinks. Cocktails. Cheers. You, I feel like... You tricked me with the knife situation. I thought it was integral to the building of the cocktail. I thought it, it is. I thought you needed it. He started it with a knife. Yeah, that's good. Comes up in happy hour. I like the tequila and the okay. coke. Okay, I was almost offended. I was nope. like, "That's not what that is for, sir." Yeah, no, <laughs> no uh, I'll explain it later. But Bill brought out his giant Rambo blade because I asked him for a non-traditional <laughs> knife. <laughs> wow. Those are good cocktails. That's, I mean, it does. It doesn't taste as bad as I thought it was going to. You had concerns. It's got tequila in it. How it has tequila concerned? in it, and that's you got that going for you. All right, should we go ahead and jump into the appetizer? Yeah. Who wants to read this one? It's a it's a beefy one. I'll do it. Okay. Mm. I'll do it. Let's see. <clears throat> this is from La Central Cochina and Bar Los Cabos. It's got an overall four point five stars, uh, or five four point five circles on TripAdvisor, and this is in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. This is a one circle from TripAdvisor, February of 2019. My drink was roofied. I was recently on vacation in Cabo, and my girlfriend and I decided to spend a few hours at this place. It was two for one margaritas. Right before we were about to pay, our waiter reminded us to not forget our last free margarita. It was my girlfriend's, but she was in the bathroom. I knew she didn't want it, so I drank it. A few minutes later, I knew something was wrong as I did not feel well. I went to the bathroom and there were two staff hanging out that let me into the bathroom, which is weird because the only thing upstairs in bathrooms, so I don't know why they were up there. I I hate when they read like this. (laughs) They even opened the door for me when I was about to leave the bathroom, which just felt weird. Yeah, who opens doors for people? How dare staff be hospitable in the hospitality industry? While headed back to my table, my waiter followed me and said, you look very drunk, don't you? I again knew something was really wrong, and we needed to get out of there right away. That is the last thing I remember. My girlfriend got us back to our apartment. 
The next thing I knew, there were three EMTs around me putting me in an ambulance. In a ambulance. My body went into shock and I had to go to the ER to get treated. Hundreds of dollars later, I was better. Hey, it's only hundreds of good dollars. Thing you, good thing you're <laughs> in Mexico. For real. I took the proof from the hospital that I was roofied to the restaurant and the general manager didn't do anything. I wouldn't trust this place. I don't know if it's the whole restaurant or just a few waiters, but this is not a safe place. Don't be fooled by the location or how nice it looks. It's not worth it. What do we think, gents? Oof. That's a tough one. It is a tough one I because the person, the person went to the ER and yeah. then and then had proof of some sort. Yep. Um, the the weird thing is who did the roofing? Right. Yeah, because you don't know that it was a staff member. Right. Like, yeah. And they're popular. I mean, especially in places like that. Yeah. Well, and I want, so did anyone else, when you looked up reviews on this place, did, were there multiple roofie things? No. This is no. a one, one time. This is a one time. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that leads me to think that it's not staff, staff members that, you know, somewhere in between this person getting it in their hands, if they were in fact roofied with their medical evidence, right? then... At some point, they were roofied either this drink, a different drink, or something along those lines. So, Roofies don't work that fast Well, either, and that's what they? I was going to ask just now. Minutes. Like, oh, how long... Where's... Computer! How long does it take for Rufinol to kick in? Rehibinol. Rehibinol, that too. I, I want to say 15, 20 minutes. And of course, it was going to be ground up into a powder. I was right. Rufinol. It's not Rehibinol? Rehibinol is also a roofie. Rohypinol. Rohypinol. It's a derivative of flu intrusorpam. Oh, good. You sound like you were roofied. Flunitrizapam? Flunitrizapam? Bill's cut off. Tough word. That's all the easy ones. So there's a lot of red flags with this review. And there's a lot of things that could be argued about this review. Yeah. The effects of the drug typically are felt within 15, 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes. So it could have been, she obviously was roofied. Um, was it the staff? It could have been. Was I she mean, a she? Yes. Okay. Because uh, it says my girlfriend, so I didn't know. No, nope, it was a couple of girls. I didn't want to assume. So, And that makes it, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to say it's usually males roofing females. Sure. Men roofing That's women. That's just a fact. Um, and, you know, it's. Even if you think you're safe with your girlfriend with you, you're not. Mm -hmm. um, so it's easier to take advantage of the the girls than it is the dudes. But um, you know, it you know, she said there were two staff hanging around the bathroom and they let her in. They might have just gotten out of the bathroom. Yeah. So that right there could be like it may seem weird to you because you're not feeling well, but that's also them just coming out of the bathroom and then they're going to be polite and open the door for you. Not me. I'm going to hold it shut. I am just... going to give you a swirly. Block it. And a wedgie. I mean, and you you hear all the stories right. of, you know, young women going and vacationing Getting in roofied. Mexico or, straws now or, to or test Aruba for it. or whatever. Really? And they make fingernail polish now to test for it. Are you oh, kidding really? me? Wow. That's amazing. I know that the straws had come out. That uh, Didn't those women, like, win a Nobel Prize or they some shit? They should have. Like, That's crazy. Um, so it's... It's really tough to make any sort of judgment call on right. this review because we can sit here and make the argument 
you know, either way. Right. The waiter following you, he could have been following you to see if you were drunk and then making that comment of being like, are you really drunk? And you commenting could have proved to him that you were drunk. Maybe he was concerned. Right. It's not, look, I understand we always go to the negative. We always fear and go to the negative, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe it really wasn't. Maybe the guy, the waiter was following you because he noticed that something was off. You know, you said it was your waiter. So you were stumbling. Maybe he was eyeballing you to make sure you were okay. Yeah. Or maybe he's just a serial roofier. Or maybe he's a serial roofier. And yeah, I would like to not think that. I would like to think that most people in the hospitality industry are not horrible like that, but we do have a few. And that's sad. Uh, but, But the proof is in the pudding where she said she went to the hospital and she had the proof. Right. The the manager should have done something. Should have done something. Should have done something. Yep. I mean, she, if you wanted to, she could sue the place. Yep. I um, mean, I don't know if you, what, I don't know if you can in Mexico, right? Because what she doesn't have is proof that someone at, act, that works for the restaurant actually did it. there are cameras everywhere. Yeah, maybe. You know, the place, when I looked at it, it does seem pretty swank. Yeah. Yep. Um, Let me tell you something. And, and it is that if, like... There are there are ne'er do wells in the highest and lowest of places. Yep. yep. Right. I mean, there there are people who are going to drug you or fight you or hurt you. Yep. You know, always a turd in the punch bowl. Exactly. Yes, that's disgusting. But you're right. That actually would have been a great happy hour thing for a Halloween episode. Turn oh. the punch bowl. Turn the punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> do like chocolate ice cubes or something. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Next year. Are we rating this? Yeah. What do we think about this review? Oh, man. I'm, I'm giving it three stars. That just freaks me out. And I feel like that's at least the, she's trying to do a good thing by letting people know. Yeah. I am so tossed. She, like she, she should have taken a picture of her little gnome of Bing. a server. Yeah. I, yeah, I, if you know that guy's raping people. I think, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm giving it two stars. Just because, again, like you don't know who it was, and then it makes it damaging to the restaurant if it was not somebody there. Ultimately, the thing would have been to have gone to the police, right? Not yeah. right. Like that's the thing is is still not to run to TripAdvisor or Yelp because that's fair. Again, like if Samantha, if you've gone through the episode or the the reviews and you don't see a whole bunch of other ones listing people getting roofied, it leads me to think that there's not a serial roofier there, right? That actually works there. Or people just aren't yelping about it, tripadvising right. about it. So, I, so I'm going to say two stars because it, it sounds like a very believable story. Yes. But it is also <laughs> somewhat damaging without that final piece of evidence of was it somebody there? Right. I mean, bring the police back and let right. the police start searching employees for right. roofies, I guess. I don't Not know. only that, but, you know, looking at the video footage. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it one star because the overall meaning, the overall importance, the overall theme of Yelp is to talk about ambiance, food, environment, service, all these different things. And while I am not discrediting this young woman's situation and blowing it off. The whole point of Yelp is to talk about the entire 
restaurant and your experience there. Said nothing about the food. Said nothing about the two-for-one margaritas, if they even tasted good, had salt on them or not. Just talk solely about their situation, the negative situation that happened, which, understandable, again, I am not trying to belittle this person's situation, but ultimately, that's a police thing. It really is. It is the police yeah. thing. Instead it's of not going to TripAdvisor trip thing. Right. It is a police thing. TripAdvisor th- shows up with their guns and their badges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Huh. That's interesting. Um, so, And there are no pictures. There's no pictures of this beautiful, swanky place. Because that also tells me, well, this beautiful, swanky place should have cameras. Like, and actually, it's not I, a sketchy dive bar. It would be... And I, I would even say that this would be three star worthy if there was a picture of the test results that show Ooh, like, at the you, very least. you went yeah. with the sure. proof. Like I'd be like, okay, well, where's the proof? Yeah. So that's one for me. Um, Oof. You know, when I suggested this topic, I, hard, I thought we were going to be like, this I thought ah, it would be so much easier. <laughs> Bill's not asleep yet. Oh man, yeah. I got to give him another one. I, I have a uh, high tolerance. <laughs> I Fortunately, <laughs> I am mighty. Uh, by the way, when I made the joke earlier that I did it to myself, I actually did roofie myself uh, once upon a time did ago. You really? We intentionally took Rohibinols to get fucked up. Well, oh it's, my gosh, it's like Valium. You dummy. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it, it it's, knocks you the yeah. fuck out. That's two stars overall from us three stars podcast. That's just silly of you. Why would you do that? Because it was in my early twenties when you just when took you whatever stupid? drugs you tried to get your hands on. All right, all right, all right. Let's uh, let's jump in behind bars with Bill. Bill, take it away. I am just gonna continue with that conversation we just started. Like, is like I used to like Xanax. I would just take fucking Xanax like it was nothing, and like. You straight up black the fuck out if you're drinking on that shit. I got kicked out of the sink up in Boulder. I got kicked out of a bar because I roofied myself. Right. That's funny. I mean, I've like, I've made that joke before, you know, like I've been getting fucked up after a show, like at debrief cocktails or something, or in the comfort of my own home. And I'm just like, oh, a little for me. I was like, oh. How, how come nobody? Ad- how, this is a brilliant idea. I should fucking make a cocktail out of this. No, dude, it's called roofing. Like, uh, but no, it's uh, apparently. So I did. I did a little bit of research, but uh, it's supposed to turn blue now. But there's a whole bunch of different. What turns kind, blue? The 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 roofy pills, roofinol. Like it used to be clear, but now it's oh. like when it dissolves, it releases a dye, and so it's supposed to turn drinks blue as an indicator. Interesting. Um, so don't. I mean, be wary if you're ordering AMFs, you know. Yeah. Probably because you're drinking AMFs, but. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to know why th- these exist anyway. Well, it's just like for, it, I don't know, fucking, they're for stress relief, right? Like, Remember way back when it was always, it was every version of it was called Spanish Fly. No. Yeah. No? No. You're old enough too, but I guess you, I you would have Montana. to watch those movies. I lived in Montana. Shit don't happen out yeah. there. Well, it's like they just uh, knock him in the head and fucking rope him. Yep, it's, that's uh, how it happens. It's Napoleon Dynamite land up in northern Montana. That's, uh, funny. that's Idaho. They're Fuck like, off. But they're like, you know, 20 years behind. Yeah. They're still using VHS. Anyways, back to Bill. Sorry. No, but that is what it's supposed to be used for is like Valium. Uh, but it is like 10 to 15 times stronger is what the internet says. Jeez Louise. Um, and it's illegal. Like none of it comes from America. So that's where Spanish fly, that's where it gets its name because it's not, it's accurate. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, um, but that's, uh, I just, I wanted to talk about, it just got me thinking about, um, you know, like your workplace, like 
is it toxic? Like, does what kind of things are going on in your in your place of business? Are people getting roofied there? Because that's not really a place I want to work. Mm-hmm. Like, how are the, how are the how's your stress level? You know, and like the attitude of your employees and the punctuality. You had brought this up very recently. Like somebody that came on shift after you decided to take a break before you, and like, oh yeah, that's no. one of those the, things that would usually piss me off too. The opener like, was five thirty. I was the six thirty, and then we had a mid that came in at nine. And at 11 o'clock, when we'd been too busy for anyone to get a break, I look over and see that the 9 o'clock is chowing down on some food. And I was like, I'm fucking hungry. Right. (laughs) I got here two hours earlier, three hours earlier. Yeah, and uh, work ethic, things of this nature, you know, and, like, like a big one for me is the – the schedule, like if my schedule's dropping a day before, like if the schedule starts on Monday and it's dropping on Sunday, like that's fucked. But and that's poor management, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and just I mean, for like, because just between what you were saying about the break management situation, you know, which is fucked up. Like I clearly didn't clear that with management, or management didn't care. But, like, there's a reason for that sort of shit to be in place, you know? And, like, I've worked in all kinds of places and, like, some shady places where people probably, like, I, I've watched some, I've seen some serious shit in my day. Like, but uh, it's it's not something I want to be associated with, you know what I mean? And mm. I just think it was something worth talking about. And really, I was just like, man, I would, what, what would it be like to work in a place where that shit is, like, really happening all the time? Like, which which one? Because you like listed off with, a bunch. With, like, the, in particular, the roofiness. But oh, like, yeah. All these other things, that, I mean, are pretty, like, you're going to experience them on some level pretty much anywhere you work. But, like, serious shit like that. Or, like, I worked in a place that was open during COVID. I'm not really, like, super proud of that, but. It's these are shady things that happen, you know, like or working in these nightclubs where people are just getting fucking shot all the time. Yeah. I wish I would have thought about this um, before right now. But I remember having read about a club where they had this practice of if someone believed that their drink got roofied or I guess I think it was more like a specific story that happened that a bartender saw someone slip something into a girl's drink, but then lost sight of the person. And they had a code amongst all of the bartenders and staff. And they, and then the, the manager on duty would stop the music, turn up all of the lights, and they would, you know, find this person and everyone put their drinks down. That's crazy. Everyone will get a new drink. And because I mean, that's got it. It's like a numbers insane. game, right? Like they're not, they're not like, seeking one target they're just going through and fucking yeah i mean i have in theory as well who just has the money to waste on drugs i know lots of people (laughs) it's fucking expensive (laughs) i mean you might not even get to like follow the person home (laughs) it's it's a lot more people than you like might think because it's it i mean the the numbers are are just kind of silly you know like and they're cheap like these things are like five bucks you know yep that's just crazy. And kids are fucking stupid. Yes. You can quote me. Yes. Absolutely 100%. What else, Bill? What else? What else? That that can be it. I mean, yeah, everything else I'm, is just... Uh, you did quite the list. Yeah. I just wanted to touch on some things, like think about that sort of shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, And really, I was thinking about commute, too, because I know the airport. Like, If I didn't have to take the fucking A-line, if I was like dealing with mass transit in Denver on any other le- level... 
I feel like I'd be a lot more grumpy about it. But the A line's pretty well policed and it's pretty punctual. I feel like. But still, you guys going all the way out to the airport, that's like a fucking 45-minute drive one way just to get to the airport. The drive there is not as bad as the drive back. Yeah. Again, you have to go, you have to shuttle to get your fucking car. So like an eight-hour day is really like a 10-hour day. Right. And I'm just like, I worked at the airport, and I always thought it was, you guys were fucking Looney Tunes for driving. I'm like, dude, they give you an RTD pass. Like, why, why would you not do that? Like, Because for me, it's because when I get out of there, I got to go. Yeah, no, and I get it. And it's 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 just one of those things I was thinking about though. Like your commute affects your overall. Like I like not having to drive mm-hmm. because it's fucking really really stressful because people are dumb. They are dumb. <laughs> just to finish that yeah. again. Because people are dumb. <laughs> yes, children are dumb. Okay, thank you, Bill. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. When I first started going out. Back in my young college days, I always, like, I didn't party in high school, wasn't allowed to, and, um, but I had always heard about roofies and just never let go your drink, and so I was always so scared to put my drink down. Well, and that's... And I never did. That's definitely a thing. Never you know, that's did. a mise en place, read the room type situation, you yeah. know, like, there's a, there's personal accountability to a degree, but yeah. then there's uh, fucking weirdos out there, too. There are fucking weirdos. Well, um, when Adrian was a young teen and headed out to a uh, concert with a bunch of friends... I popped my head in the bedroom door and said, hey, just be careful. Watch your drinks. Don't set your drinks down and walk away. And I got a snarky attitude response. But I mean, it's like, I'm not kidding. Right. You think you're going to have fun and you're being naive about it. The reality is it of it all is that people don't care how old you are. People don't care who you are. People don't care. Right. They will do whatever they feel like doing because they are horrible people. Right. So please just have that in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. Do not put your drink down. Do not turn your back on your drink. Do not, you know, don't let somebody you don't know handle your drink. Always you know, put watch- a cocktail napkin on top of it. Oh, yeah, that totally saves it. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Uh, you know, watch the bartender make the drink if you can. So it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough topic. It really is. But it needs to be talked about because... Here's the other negative flip side of it, you know, not just for the person being roofied, but for the person who claims that they were roofied and they really weren't because they are just angry about the establishment. Here's the other negative side of it. This review, our main course, um, is from a restaurant called iPoppy. It has three and a half stars overall. They're pretty new, I think, in the Cherry Creek area. They're from uh, Denver, Cherry Creek, Colorado. This is a one-star Google review not too long ago. It's been since removed, and rightly so. And this is how it goes. Avoid this place. Unsafe bartenders drug people. We went here with a group of four people. The place was empty, and we were the only ones in the bar. We only had three drinks each, two shots and one cocktail drink. After I finished my cocktail drink, I started feeling very weird and was extremely dizzy and blurry vision. This happened to every one of us in the group, and the two girls in the group completely blacked out and got sick and were throwing up and don't remember anything that happened after we left the bar. The bartenders were also acting very sketchy, and they did not make our drinks in front of us, so we could not see if they put anything in our drinks. We go out often and are not inexperienced drinkers, alcoholics. 
I have whoa, never whoa, whoa. <laughs> I have never felt like this before, especially off of only a couple of drinks. You said a few, so three. Top it all off, our bar tab was over $400. So they overcharged us for all the shots and drinks that we had and did not charge us the correct amount that were advertised on their menu. That was advertised on their menu. That's the correct grammar. Sorry, Colton. I suspect they purposely drugged us to get us fucked up so they could overcharge us and take advantage of us being the only customers they likely had that night. This was not something I ever expected to happen at a bar in a nice area of Cherry Creek, but you never know what can happen. Be careful going to this establishment. You're I, right, Colton. You I never call know. Bullshit. I do too. I've been to this bar. It's a very classy craft cocktail bar. I, it's in Cherry Creek. And no, you never know. The bartenders you, are sketchy, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> they all seemed very nice to me, very legitimate and nice. One of them even shook my hand upon meeting her. Uh, um, all right. I am, I'm going to break the fourth wall. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, dun, dun, dun. I'm going to break our rule, which was, I think, my rule. Um, this is my place of employment. This is the cocktail bar that I always talk about working at. Yep. Um, so tell us why, why you're breaking the why, rule. Because it is extremely important to me that that it is known that this review is complete fabrication. Yep. It Were is, you the bartender? I was not Sketchy. the bartender. <laughs> but, I mean, I know all the bartenders there. I know the ones that were on. And the idea that any of us would drop anything into someone's drink is absolute insanity. Yeah. Uh, and this person... Look, I. this was actually... There's a, uh, something in a half shot that we talked about doing, which is people who take gummies beforehand or uh, or who take mushrooms beforehand and then go to the bar and drink. Mm. And I don't I'm not I'm not saying that this is what these people necessarily necessarily did or they smoke weed and then they go and they drink. But or they were uh, just hammered by the or time they, they were showed just, up. Exactly. Or they were just hammered. I mean like let let's take it like step by step, right? Yeah, they were probably there on a slow night, which again, because I only worked the busy nights, I wasn't there. Mm. Um but they only had three drinks each, two shots, and one cocktail. Well, our standard pour is two ounces. So those that's two shots, eat that, that's four ounces of alcohol. That's a lot. That cocktail is minimal. Our, our lowest cocktail has two ounces of alcohol in it and going on up to almost three ounces of alcohol in uh, any of the ones on our menu. So right out of the gate, even if you are an inexperienced or an experienced drinker, you're imbibing quite a bit of alcohol. Yeah. And I don't know how long you were there. And or I don't, how much you ate. And we also don't, yeah, we don't know how much the person, um, like how much they drank in, in that time period and whether or not they had been drinking somewhere else before they came in. And I mean, we, as in everybody, nobody knows because they didn't put that in here either. Um, but when they talk about being dizzy and having blurred vision, I mean, you're drunk. You're drunk. And knowing, you know, anything about this state, you might be high. You guys might also like the the girls 
look, everyone takes a prescription for something nowadays. I right? do not. Thank you. You're right. You do not. But this was also Cherry Creek. This is Cherry Creek, so. where Botox runs like river water. And so, and the bartenders were also acting very sketchy. And FYI, writer of this review, whose name I've already given away, you're a piece of shit human being for calling my husband a sketchy bartender. I mean, for he is listing, sketchy. For listing him. Like, we joke that Brad's sketchy, but let me tell you something. Brad is one of the most amazing, kindest bartenders out there. Unless you could, like, right out of the gate, become a dick to him. And even then, he's not his full dickish self. You are totally ruining my bad boy image right now. I, like... <laughs> I don't. You, is that let is me, that what I was? And you it know was hard for me to read this and you know not get emotionally yeah. angry because this is my husband you're talking about, and you have no fucking idea who you're dealing with. And that oh. was the thing that actually pissed me off the most. So this is actually still up, and this is removable. But whoever runs the iPoppy page hasn't removed it because this is still up on That's our fun. Facebook. It That's was wild. He, oh, it's on he Facebook. copied and pasted it onto into Facebook. He wrote his review and then he copied and pasted it because into it's not in Yelp, right? It w it was a Google review okay. originally, and we had it removed from Google. So what was the but whole that point? Was the there thing was that, a that there was the thing reason. That I I don't know what the reason was that this person wrote this review. It had I remember but the, you telling but the me. fucked up thing is that you we have mutual open. friends. Yeah, like I, this person is friends with people within the commute community me, within the community. Can we call them out? Uh, I have I had asked that and I was told not to. I mean, we're calling him out right now, but you know, on my own personal stuff. Um, Can you I sue him, like for libel? I mean, probably, but then he could also claim that his Facebook page was hacked. Uh -huh. Right? I mean, who knows? Who sounds, knows? It sounds like a real sounds like a real gym. But that was the thing that I was pissed off about. So you're saying like it it upsets you because. You know, he's calling me out. It upset me because he was calling out my bar team. Yeah. I was pissed off because I was like, look, like, I granted, we're all new and working together, and I don't know everybody. We're not shady. But at the same we're time. We're not drug people. We right. worked really hard to get this place open. Right. And how dare you to fuck over a place that is just opening. Yeah, that's pretty right? shady. This is there's something very personally vindictive that's going on here. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off. There, so it had to do with somebody being fired and he was pissed about it. So we he went ahead and wrote this review. I remember that. I remember uh, talking you to know you what? about it. It wasn't someone that was fired. It was someone that had quit. There you go. And that person there was the first person that we lost and she that that's what it was. That's what it was. Because she ended up sending like this whole scathing long email to GM. to the GM, mm -hmm. AGM, his bosses, everything. And so Damn. and, and, and then so her this boyfriend goes, showed up. And then her boyfriend goes and does this horrible, horrible thing. I don't know I that really, it's her boyfriend because that's not her in the picture with this guy. Uh, they could have broken up by now. That's true. I think we should honestly go onto his tattoo website and call him out for that shit. I think we should just uh copy and paste his review but replace bartenders with tattoo artists oh i like that <laughs> i like that or at least share that review online again i mean call out that it's bullshit you know if it's just circulating but if i do that the i will be putting i poppy back on the map yeah. and i don't think the gm yeah. would appreciate that no no but i mean look all in all like obviously this person's 86th right you know like 
fuck this guy and and you're what a horrible he, human and being. What he did. I mean, because when it comes down to it, like I stand by the fact that a hundred percent, none of our bartenders would do this or have anything to do with it. And now, like now, I feel like I should I should explain a little bit about how we make drinks and how we were like just open, right? If you order it from one well, but you know, someone at that well is in the middle of making stuff, we will call it out to other bartenders to have other bartenders make it, and then they will make it over in a different well. So that's why their drinks may not have been made right in front of them. Or if I'm working from that well, but I come all the way down here to ask you how, like what drinks you want, and I'm not the bartender for this well that's right next to us, I'm going to go back over to the well and that I'm making my drinks in and make them over there. Additionally, brand new place open and you know we're all struggling to remember the recipes that i don't know if you've ever opened a new place everyone but recipes change very drastically every day yeah for like the first couple of weeks before you actually you know get everything very solidified and so you end up you know, running around. Hey, where's that recipe card? Where's the, where's the, this, where's that? I don't know where this ingredient is because I'm not used to working this bar yet. So, you know, that explains why you're running around. So like, yeah, this, this, the bottom line, this, this is a bullshit review. This guy is a horrible human being. Shouldn't be allowed to be out in public. Um, and, uh, this, this kind of stuff does hurt businesses. Right. You, you being a, a fucking five-year-old and right. vindictive like this. its That's just not cool. That's right. not cool at all. I mean, like, and just, how dare you? And it pisses you? me off. Yeah, it pisses, how dare how you? How dare you talk about my husband that way? How dare you? If I ever run into you, you're in deep fucking shit. Ooh, oh, I, it's on. I, oh, it is. I, I will call him out. I need another one of these I, These are great cocktails. All right. On that note, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be going into Batanga Happy Hour. Batanga. That, Batanga. That's, great. that's a great name. <laughs> Stars crew, gather round and let the good times brew. Raise a glass and let the laughter fill the room. It's the Three Stars Podcast Happy Hour. We are sipping on the finest, finest of brews. Letting all our worries and stress just slide. Right out of you. It's the Three Stars Podcast Happy Hour. Let's get our drink on. Welcome back to Three Stars Podcast. What are we drinking today? We are drinking the Batanga or Batanga or Batangitanga. Okay. So I was, I I don't remember why it came up that I was looking at this drink. I was just thinking like, all right, what to do with tequila? And I ended up somehow coming across this cocktail. uh, And then I ended up finding some history about it, both on Difference Guide and in the Spirits and Cocktails 
uh, Oxford Companion. And this basically, um, so we talked about the, the Cuba Libra before, which came out in 1903, I believe is, is when we, cause we talked about it being like a hundred years old this year, something along the lines of that or it just turned or 2000 or 1902. It was, it was right around in there. Okay. So this is essentially a variation on that. And also I, I have to like, look at this to read it because I can't pronounce it. A, it's a variation on a Chungarongo. A what? Ch- Chungarongo. <laughs> C-H-A-N-G-U-I-R-O-N-G-O. That's probably Shangarano. Shangarano? Probably. Shangarano. It's Chungarongo. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, which is a 1940s vintage Mexican name for tequila mixed with ginger ale, cola, or any other sweet soda. So this particular cocktail, the Batanga or Batanga, uh, was created by a guy named Don Javier Delgado Corona. Man, Mexicans have such cool long yeah, names. Yeah, that's dope. Um, and is this, he a lord though? Now, according Don. to according to the Spirits and Cocktails book, it was created in the 1950s in his bar uh, called uh, La Capilla. But according to a Difference Guide, it was created in 1961. What? So there's a little, you know, confusion there, a little difference in, in the story. Like mm. all good cocktails. But, Bill, this is the cool thing about this cocktail. So, again, it's a variation on a Cuba Libra, which essentially is just uh, lime, rum, and Coca-Cola. This gets a pinch of salt added to it, and it gets salt on the rim. And uses traditional Mexican Coke, which we all know is the best Coke, yeah. despite what the Colombians think. Um, and yeah. the the reason it had such like local popularity is because this guy just used like a utility knife to stir the cocktail with. Oh, really? Ah! So okay. he would use this. He would use this knife that was just like some iron blade that he had. That's great. And he would use that for cutting any of his fruits or peppers or <laughs> anything in the place. Slide and the then he would earlier. make Yeah. And he would make one of these string what is fucking gringo. And then he would just use his giant fucking knife and stir. So like the dirtiest instrument this guy had in the place. I'm uh, I'm about it. And he would use that knife. So so I used Bill's giant fucking hunting knife earlier it's to clean. cut the limes and then to go ahead and stir these cocktails with. Oh my with. goodness. It's pretty badass. Yeah. I'm just imagining what he used that knife for. Well, I mean, in this book, it says, you know, large iron utility knife used to cut limes, chilies, avocados, and anything else in the bar that needed cutting. So like Bill said, gringos, <laughs> yep. uh, roofies. <laughs> <laughs> Chopping off cocaine. So I figured like we had to do some sort of like quote unquote traditional Mexican cocktail. I like it. uh, it. Since I saw that one of the reviews that we're using was also from Mexico. That's awesome. All right. Shall we go ahead and move into desserts? Yeah. Desserts. 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 Bill. Gotta have desserts. Yeah, I've read these. I I like. We want to hear your voice. Let's do it. I like what you did here. Let's do it. Uh, Okay. Uh, This is Three Monkeys Pub and Grill. 
from Vancouver, Washington. It's three stars overall. It's a one-star Yelp review from September of this year. My drink was roofied here. I will never be back to this place. Worst experience ever. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, if that was the case, sure. But who well, the fuck knows? Right, yeah. Are you really roofied? I, I have to say, though, um, oh, this is Vancouver, Washington. Yep. So it is, I mean, it's a border town. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Can't speak for the It's Canucks. the other border. <laughs> and, and we, we know that it's, easier, that it's easier to get prescription drugs in both Canada and in, Mexico. Yep. <laughs> it's true. Yep, that's true. Who wants the other dessert? Uh, uh, finish off with Dirk's Bentley Whiskey Road. They have three stars overall in Denver, Colorado. This is a three-star review on Yelp from September <laughs> of 2023. <laughs> I got roofied here. First time at a bar in four years. Had a blast until that. Good service, though. See, this this person gets a <laughs> three-star review. I three got star. roofied. Woo-hoo! First time I had a blast. Good service, though. So they, they hit on uh, something other than just the roofie in this review, which is great. I... I am so like distraught though because I have said that you know three star reviews are honest, Uh-oh. right? We always say like, oh yeah, a three star review is the one that you know people are That's more likely to actually legitimately tell the truth. But here is again a problem with this review, right? It's a were you actually roofied or your first time at a bar in four years? Did you get fucking hammered? Yep. Or if you did get roofied. Who did it? Right. You know, like, and I don't know. And was was this, I think this was a guy also. I don't remember that. I Because I saw this review, mm-hmm. and that's why I had brought it up. And I think it was a guy that wrote this review. And who goes around roofing guys? Good question. Right. Other guys. Other guys, maybe. Hey. Sure. Other I don't guys. know. Other guys. But these, these, both of these are stupid reviews. Maybe yeah, that's what it was really all about all along. The other guys. Maybe he was there with his girlfriend. They were trying to get his girlfriend, but they're like, drug the guy, take the girl. Oh, Who knows? Lord. Give me a break. Uh, no, it's a girl. Kate. Oh, okay. Kate C. All right, check, please. What did we learn today, gentlemen? Hmm. I learned that like, we knew that this would be a tough topic. Um, but especially out of that first review, yeah. followed by the second one, which yeah. I know to not be true. Yeah. Um, this is an extremely difficult topic. It is very hard to have this conversation when someone is making a claim that is is dangerous to themselves. They're like, if you are actually roofied, that is extremely dangerous, mm-hmm. and we all need to be aware of the danger. But then if you lie about it on the other side, that is also extremely dangerous. And we need to be careful of you. Yep. Yeah. Right? And it's just, it is it is extremely difficult to navigate. And I honestly thought it was going to be easier, even though I knew it would be difficult. You're naive. I, I am naive about so many things still. <laughs> Bill? Uh, I learned that it turns blue and that's uh like why people actually take because uh, people take roofies themselves you know it's not just going out fucking well i, I it's, it's like you said it's hard to make jokes about it <laughs> but <laughs> it, they're not just out there just you know trying to knock people out and take down their their, their britches like it's uh 
college kids don't view it to be like dangerous like like most people don't really know like mm -hmm. what it can be used for and that's like that's what i was saying earlier about like xanax and stuff you know like anything can really be a roofie i mean it just depends you know you're just drugging people in general and it's uh it's a fucking thing and it's it's I don't hang out in places. That's that's not true. I was like, I, I, <laughs> I would definitely be in some CD place where this sort of shit could happen, you know, like, but it could happen anywhere. Yep. That's right. kind of the point. Yep. And it's like the, the blue thing and like the nail polish and the straws, like definitely protect yourself and just don't leave your drink unattended. Like that's, I feel like it's happened to me before just because, you know, like maybe I even picked up the wrong drink or some shit, but I like to party. But like, I've definitely had those nights where I'm just like, how did I have it? How'd I get so fucked up so fast? Like, what? Oh, you have left the bar where I'm working, and I have served you into oblivion, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, I, I, who, it's easy to get carried away and, like, blame, you know, like, oh, I was fucking, I was drugged. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. Sensitive subject. It is. It is. Uh, I learned that there was a gentleman in Mexico who created a drink and stirred his drinks with a knife that could have been used to slaughter a pig. It's a new personal hero of mine. Yeah, that was, that's very interesting. Very interesting. I also learned that it may not have been him. He may not be the original founder of this drink. It could have been somebody else in 1961. Who knows? Well, no. It, both stories say that it came from his bar. Oh, okay. So just it was different just, years. It, just different years. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was either 1950s or 1961. I'm going to go with 50s. Let's go yeah. with the 50s. I think 61 could be like it then hits the menu. Right. Yeah. Right. goes right, into right. print type of thing. Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to post the link to that uh, to the difference guide one because I don't have a link to the one that's in a book. But... Yeah. Damn that book. No links. Guys, thank you very much again for tuning in. We hope this has been educational. Sorry for my anger outburst. Don't mess with my man. Uh, if you do like our podcast, please make sure to hit that subscribe button, like, heart, share, and come on back. You hear? Bye-bye. Can I get another Cosby teeny? Yeah, give me one of those cow bongas. Yeah, no, it's a batonga, man. <laughs> cow batonga. Batanga!